Welcome to Indie Beauty Radio with your host, Rachel Whitaker, founder of the Indie Beauty Delivers community. Hi there. Hello. My name's Rachel Whitaker and welcome to another episode of Indie Beauty TV. This is episode 27 uh, so far this year. Um, it's not a solo show. I've got a guest today, as you can see. I'm joined by Pamela. Um, Pamela's here because she's a top women's health coach and is going to be talking to us all about how we can deal with some of the challenges that as female entrepreneurs we're facing, along with short time and things like that. Um, I'm the host of Indie Beauty TV and I'm the founder of Indie Beauty Delivers, which is a community that exists for you guys, all you beautypreneurs out there. To kind of come and hang out in, learn loads of stuff about our industry um, and I'm here really to provide you with as much information to really grow and create some super iconic brands. Um, I'm here on Indie Beauty TV so you know I'm on Facebook, you can get me on Instagram, um, you can find all the episodes of Indie Beauty TV, all the back episodes on my YouTube channel, also on my podcast which I only launched yesterday which I'm very oh. excited about. Um, so you'll be able to get them on there as well. And I always say to you, if you love what I do and you enjoy Indie Beauty TV and everything else that's going on, then you should be on my mailing list and you can do that by popping over to my website. Um, anybody who's joining us, it'd be cool for you to say hello, please, uh, just in the comments so that I know who you are. And if you've got any questions, you can ask anywhere throughout this. And also, if you're watching this on replay, because I know a lot of you guys do, um, please do put some questions in there as well, because Pamela and I will be watching those over the next few days and weeks to make sure we answer everything. I don't want to talk anymore because I've got my guest um, and I'm going to hand over to Pamela just to introduce herself um, so you can get a feel for who she is, what she does and where you can find her because you are all going to want to follow her afterwards. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel, for that lovely welcome. Um, so yes, I'm Pamela Windle. And I'm based in Nottingham and I'm a, a woman's health coach and I kind of specialise in that 40 plus woman. Um, so the woman that's potentially not in well, she might be perimenopause, but she might not be in menopause and also beyond that as well. Um, so the things I kind of um, do is I look at your lifestyle, your nutrition, what you're eating, maybe even the thoughts you say to yourself, because I, I forgot to say I'm a hypnotherapist as well. Um, so that all comes into what I do with clients as well. And I also do a few diagnostic testing, so I look at your hormones and also mineral deficiencies and vitamin deficiencies. So kind of really holistic looking at women's health and I also run retreats with my daughter. Um, and you can find me on Instagram. Um, my handle name is Pamela Windle there, um, Hormonal Coach, and on Facebook it's um, Hormone Vitality and wellness i think <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible when someone puts you on the spot and suddenly makes you say that so we've known each other for i guess about a year now isn't it because we because for those of you who don't know i'm also based mainly in nottingham as well um and i came across you through networking mm -hmm. just local business networking here in nottingham um but the age group that you specialise in is very much my age group. And I know the reason I've got Pamela to come on and speak to you guys and chat with us is because I know loads of you guys out there in my community are around the same age as me. Um, and are, you know, we're getting to that age where you start to feel changes and you start to feel influenced by certain things. And you can feel a little bit out of control. 
Um, so I'm personally sort of just working with Pamela myself, actually, which is how I've got to know a little bit more about her. Um, and I've been on one of her retreats as well. Um, and I think what I really wanted to get you on was, because when you're a solo entrepreneur, as most of the guys out there are, there's an awful lot on your plate. Um, most of the guys in my community are also mums. <laughs> so they're handling children, they're handling jobs, they're handling family, they're handling their own business. Um, and everything can feel slightly out of control. Um, and I really wanted to get you on to talk to them about ways that perhaps they could gain a little bit more control in a holistic way because... Again, like all you guys out there, they're very much around the natural, the organic. Um, mm. They're the kind of build brands that they're building themselves. Fantastic. And so we we would love some advice, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And women are so busy, aren't we? You know, you've just explained it all, the family, the children, you know, the work commitments, and also, you know, looking after yourself as well at the same time. And that's, that's a lot for us to juggle. Um, and it can, over time, have an impact on our wellness. And particularly as we approach kind of the end of our fertile years, then we don't really manage stress as well. And that's where the little crack starts mm. to show. And we're also, we kind of put ourselves last in line, don't we, yeah. as well? I think that's a really, really, you know, we, 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 we perhaps put everything else ahead of that as well. Exactly. Um, I think that probably comes from our parents and their parents, you know, women kind of did that thing, you know, everybody else got fed first before yeah. we had. Um, and, you know, I think it's when you have children, that's probably when it starts, but I think it's something that we've learned from our, our mums and therefore their mums. Um, but actually, you know, we all know when we go on an aeroplane, they always say, put your own oxygen mask on first and how many of us actually do that in reality but it's so important if we aren't coping we don't feel grounded we don't feel that we can cope then everything falls apart doesn't it eventually yeah. might not be today yeah but you know years months down the line definitely yeah yeah so give us some sort of some huge amounts I mean and this is why there's such a wonderful crossover here and why I wanted to get you on because so much work that the founders who are in my community do all you guys out there is all around wellness because beauty's merged very much with the wellness world and and most of the guys out there who are establishing these brands have done so with really kind of heartfelt reasons from that wellness angle yeah. um, and that's certainly what they're trying to deliver to their customers through the products that they make and their own communities that they're building but they do then suffer themselves so this is their time to spend a little bit of time with you and find out sort of what sort of things they can be doing. And I guess your one of your key things is around nutrition, and that's a particularly interesting area, I think. Yeah, I mean, I do I do work with the women holistically, but nutrition is definitely a something that a lot of women kind of give up on. Um, and so, you know, great that using organic products on your skin and hair and beauty mm -hmm. products, which is great. That's one way to look after yourself, definitely. And obviously, your audience are advocates of that because that's what they, yeah. they do, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is brilliant because we need more on the market, definitely. And we need to sing that tune wide and far so that other women take mm -hmm. that on as well. Um, but yeah, nutrition is definitely... 
you know, has a massive impact on how we can cope and on our hormones and our mood and our energy. Um, and there are some foundational things I think that women need to do first. There's all the other stuff, taking supplements, all great, but let's get the foundations mm. right. And literally, you know, let's just have a look at, you know, what you're eating, what time you're eating, what time do you have breakfast, for example. You know, do you get everybody else's breakfast and not eat anything till 11 o'clock? Um, you know, ideally what you want to do is eat within an hour of waking. Yeah. Yeah. So when you wake up in the morning, have breakfast. And then what is it you're having? I mean, we've been bombarded for years and years and years by big companies saying this is what you have for breakfast it comes in a box or it was uh, or it comes in a, a bag that you have to then pop into a machine toaster yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to spread it with something sweet yeah. and that's breakfast or you add some milk into it yeah. and that's breakfast. And so we've been kind of brainwashed thinking that breakfast is this type of food, lunch is this type of food and dinner is this type of food. And if we go back to, you know, hundreds of years ago, before we had you know, those brands that told us <laughs> that breakfast needed to come in a box, uh, we just get anything. And um, so my challenge is to you, if you're watching, uh, is to have a look at your breakfast what are you eating have a look at the package you know what are the lists of ingredients in there are there you know full of chemicals for example mm. how much protein is in there um so i would say is just get rid of all those breakfast type things and go for eggs is easy absolutely but things like sardines that you can have as well and have vegetables for breakfast yeah you know? it might sound a bit odd but you know the um the health and wellness industry is saying that uh you know what we want to have is between seven and ten a day whereas I don't know, 10 years ago, they were saying five a day. It was five a day, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so if you're aiming for five, you're only going to get three in. And yeah. you need up to 10. Um, but seven would be good. So if you mm. aim for seven and you've got five, then that's great. But if you're aiming for 10 and you get seven, mm. that's wonderful. Very hard to get 10 in, I must say, um, on, on every day. So breakfast is a really good opportunity mm. to get some vegetables in. Um, you know, it could be a smoothie, for example. I do it, I do it through the smoothie way, actually, because, yeah, I mean, yeah, we've all been brought up with cereal or toast absolutely yeah. and um, so I do it through the smoothie way and I think you can get it's quite easy to get vegetables into a smoothie and still have a smoothie that tastes nice at the yeah. end of it because yeah. you can put things like ginger in or mint mm. in and it makes mm. it uh, you know quite palatable actually yeah. and so yeah. that's how I've been doing it since I've been thinking right I've got to get some veg in at breakfast yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you can nail a couple of you a day by the time you have you know eight o'clock's come around exactly exactly it's funny because the other day on my Facebook page I posted my breakfast and it was sardines and broccoli and I said how you would you consider having vegetables for breakfast and uh, it was quite interesting most people that commented said yes but there was a whole lot of people that probably think oh my god yeah. I just couldn't do that <laughs> yeah and I get that but then if you can't then have a smoothie mm. you know mm. if you're going to have that cereal or toast or whatever then have a smoothie packed with protein and most people 
go wrong when it comes to smoothies they think it needs to be sweet i'd only recommend one fruit so either if you're having two fruits then it's like half a banana and a few berries mm. that's it and the rest of it vegetables mm. and it needs to have healthy fats in so avocado is great for that mm. Um, and gives it a really nice creamy texture oh, as well lovely, actually it? A, yeah I've started putting them in um, smoothies just a half one in each one and it's got lovely lovely texture really like having nice. a proper sort of shop bought smoothie yeah. as opposed to a whisked up on your own one yeah really really nice and some vegetables herbs coriander which is great for detoxifying the liver and you know like you said mint I had mint in mine today it's really nice mm. actually mm. um and being parsley as well they're really good for as this hormonally as well um so yeah so have a look at your breakfast and make sure that it is high in protein and fats with some fiber and your fiber comes from like vegetables or fruit mm. so that's what i would say for breakfast and then have it that in an hour from waking and then lunch uh, most people have sandwich they're <laughs> more carbohydrates um but again i would say move away from that have you know in the winter soups are great you know lentil soups and protein in there um and you know make your soups you can Store them in the freezer, store them in a glass container rather than plastic, if you can. Um, you know, and nice salads in the summer as well. And you can put some um, some fruit in there. So the oranges are quite nice mm. in the salad, mm. aren't they? So you've got that vitamin C. Vitamin C actually increases your energy and it supports your hormones as well. So mid-afternoon, if you're having a bit of a mid-afternoon slump, then vitamin C is great for that mm. as well. So, yeah, so, and then again, making sure you're having lots of protein. So, you know, if you eat meat or not eat meat, you know, it doesn't matter, but you can add some seeds on, you know, so just lifting it up and some healthy fats. You know, the slimming industry, sadly, has told us that we shouldn't eat fats, but we actually need fats, mm, yeah. definitely. is. You know, when we look at our sex hormones, the sort of grandmother and grandfather is one, fats cholesterol mm. we need it and the other is vitamin d mm. so they are so important and they help us then make our sex hormones so lunch i would say you know just have a mixture of vegetables and fruit perhaps as well and some healthy fats and healthy proteins um and then your evening meal try and have that at least three hours before we go oh, to this sleep. is so difficult i don't really <laughs> don't do this i'm hopeless at this yeah because it gives you time to eat and digest and, yeah 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 ideally ideally in an ideal world you want to have your evening meal early um so that you do digest it before bed mm -hmm. and again you know what is what do you have regularly is it then pasta you know is it then pizza mm -hmm. you know is it more carbohydrates and a lot of women as they're approaching that perimenopausal years and menopause don't do well on heavy carbohydrate meals mm -hmm. um so again have a look at what you're eating make sure it's rich in protein and your um fats as well mm -hmm. fats. Mm -hmm. um and so they're the basics now if you need a little bit of a snack if you're craving sugars for example or you're not sleeping then it might mean that you might need some little bit more food in between so you might need a snack mm -hmm. if you if your blood sugar levels are balanced you don't really crave sugars you know you can walk past the counter in the shop that sells 
the chocolates and all those I'm things. laughing because I felt miserably at this today. <laughs> I've got I've got a sherbet fountain waiting in the car oh, for yeah. afterwards. Oh, and I didn't think the irony of buying a, sher a sherbet fountain on the way to see you. I, it did make me chuckle as I did it. I know. It's not a good advert. It's so funny because I, I used to love sherbet fountains. Yeah, I, well, I couldn't resist it. It was right by the till. Yeah. But if your blood sugar levels are balanced, you don't, you don't even see them. You don't even see that because you are so nourished that your body isn't craving those foods yeah. at all. So you'll just bypass it. It won't have yeah. that mm, by me. It yeah. Have that kind of pull in. Um, but enjoy the, enjoy yeah, it in the car. <laughs> don't get it everywhere. Yes. So by so what you were saying about by being balanced then that's what having the vegetables the fruits the protein the the, the, the fat the bit of carbohydrate if you the little bit as such and you kind of are trying to balance everything out although perhaps we want a little bit less carbohydrate because of the sort of age that we are and the and, and by really thinking about the meals that we eat then we're in, we, we can gain more energy or sleep yeah. better how is it going to affect us because yeah. i think we get i think we kind of know we need to eat more veg i think the thing about fat is really interesting because we all go no fat no fat mm. so that's really interesting but how why will it why will we feel better how will it make us sort of perform better if we kind of think much more carefully about those sorts of things yeah, so when we eat fats, when we eat proteins, it supports our energy system, energy systems in our body, and it also supports our hormones, sort of baselines of our hormones. Um, so I don't want to get too technical yeah. <laughs> into what things are, but our ovaries are a source of energy, okay, because they produce an egg every month. Mm -hmm. And so as we approach menopause, we can start to feel less energised, particularly around your period. So if your cycle's 28 days, maybe on day 27, day 28, day one, the days start bleeding, up to day five, say, you might feel a bit sluggish and a bit tired. Now, as we approach menopause, that can get worse, significantly worse, and that's because ovaries are kind of slowing so down. So it gets long, the, the period where tired gets longer, or the tiredness gets more intense? Or it kind of, yeah. yeah, so it gets longer or more intense, yeah. And they're kind of a bit of red flags, that something's mm. not quite right. Um, so eating more fats and eating more proteins can mitigate that, definitely. So it can support you energy-wise. Um, and it can also help with sleep as well. So if you're struggling to get to sleep, so for example... <laughs> who, who do, you don't, I know you don't. We've had this conversation and Pam was like, no, I sleep really well. <laughs> she asked me how I slept, so I was like, awfully. <laughs> Surprising, unsurprisingly. <laughs> yeah, and, and so many people do. And, and it becomes normal. And they think it's it's, it's normal. But that, that's yeah. what I was going to say, because... When people, whenever you ask most people about sleep, it's like, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I don't sleep well. And, but you kind of accept that that's a normality. And I, it was a real eye-opener for me to hear that actually that's not necessarily normal and there is something that you can do Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it depends whether you are the type of person that goes to bed um, and as soon as your head hits a pillow, you're wide awake. You know, you're just thinking about what you haven't done, what you should do. You up several times, yeah. writing a list, or even emailing yourself in the middle of the night. <laughs> yes. 
I've heard that before. I know, and I know some of the guys will be listening to this will be going, yeah, that's me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's like, you know, that interruption. But then when you get to sleep, you'll stay asleep. So that's, but that's, is, there's something that's stopping you going to sleep in the first place. Um, and then there's the type of person that gets to sleep, then they're waking, you know, two or three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. or even waking at five. Every hour. Every yeah. hour. Every hour. <laughs> God. Every hour. God. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> which isn't great, is it? It's not great. It means you're not having, you know, quality sleep. Quality sleep. Yeah. And that's just going to affect you eventually. And obviously we're doing some testing around that, mm-hmm. aren't we? So yeah. When we get the results back, that'll be really good and give us some insights of what's happening there. Um, so yeah. So there's two types. But basically your sleep hormone is called melatonin. And mellow, mm-hmm. yeah, it comes out at night time. So it comes out when the moon is out. Yeah. And, um, we know, it makes us sleep, have deep sleep. And also it's an antioxidant. So it protects our immune system as well. So it's really important that we sleep. Oh, because of course, if you're not sleeping very well, then the melatonin isn't having, having enough time to do the healing that it's programmed to do overnight while yeah. you're having downtime. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. So there's a few things that can stop your body producing melatonin. It has to be dark long enough for it to come out. So watching the television, being on your mobile phone, to emailing yourself at bedtime, being on social media, mm-hmm. um, that blue light that's emitted from, from you know, devices. Yeah. So that tells your brain to wake up. So that's an artificial mm-hmm. morning, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, so that can stop you producing melatonin. Um, and then uh, they've actually found out that there's 80% of melatonin is made in the gut and the remaining is in your peanut gland in your brain so then there's a gut health issue yeah. if you're if for example you don't do any of those blue lights you have two hours before bed yeah you're winding down yeah. yeah you have a really nice bedtime routine a bath and meditation mm-hmm. or listen to a podcast or read a book or whatever but you still aren't sleeping, then it's like, well, what else is the problem? Is it a gut health? Um, but then there's also other things like, you know, um, uh, estrogen, for example, that's part of the pathway. So if your estrogen levels are low, that could also be the problem. So it's not one thing, it's a combination of all things. But I would say the first thing you to do is have a look at your time that you're spent looking at blue light in the evening for yeah. sure there are things that you can do there's there's an app you can put on your on your um laptop or a desktop called flux f-l-u-x mm-hmm. and that is gives you like an orange light and so that reduces that blue light oh yeah. okay yeah okay yeah. so for example some of my clients are self-employed and they're applying back to clients at night when the children are in bed so I really understand yes yeah so it's the only time that you can actually do that kind of thing um so just be smart if you need to do that then download the app you can also get these orange glasses from Amazon yeah yeah and you can use that and that will just reduce the blue light if you have a smartphone so my phone I've got an iPhone 
and there is an orange filter on that as well. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to it's not going to get rid of it totally, but it will reduce how much you're exposed mm -hmm. to it. So if yeah. so if that's what's causing your um, your sleep problem, then that's a good way to do that. And all of those are useful for for, for you guys because a lot of a lot, a lot of people out there are definitely using their phone at night because it is the only time when they get that quality time where they can actually work on their business so that's a really good tip and so what you were saying then and going back to the to the to the gut health then all the stuff we talked about there about eating more balanced and, and right back at the beginning that all helps to make the gut better as yeah. well so that can all of these things are just so connected which I find mind-boggling. I don't know about you guys, but the, the fact that you can have... I think I was brought up feeling that you couldn't... That you, were, you just were you. I don't know how to explain that. You were just you and you just got on with it. But to suddenly find out that actually there are really simple things that you can do which can make so much of a difference to the way that you feel but also are able to perform when you're in a quite pressurised environment like this. It's, it's, it's really fascinating. Yeah, really fascinating. It is. Mm. It is. You know, going back to gut health and, and what the foods that you eat have an impact on that. So if you're eating lots of sugar, lots of processed foods, then your gut microbiome, so that's the bacteria in your gut, isn't kind of optimal and therefore that in itself is a stressor to the mm. body it's mm. kind of a silent stressor because you we tend to think about stress as being busy mm. or having emotional mm. stress yeah or um i don't know missing a meal for example yeah. that's stressful but also your internal environment mm -hmm. also is a stressor on the body so if you have a, a you know a diet that's heavily based on processed foods and then you're having lots of chemicals yeah you know internally and that's a stressor so having you know wholesome foods uh, 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 foods that are made from yourself mm. most of the time 80 percent of the time mm. I'm not saying you can't have a pizza or mm. you can't go out for mm. a, a chinese takeaway or indian but 80 percent of the time it's, it's food that you are cooking and you know you're using onion and garlic and you know and your your foods are colorful that is one way to populate your gut with healthy bacteria. Yeah. You know, a lot of people reach for the probiotic. Well, yeah, that's good. But it's like putting a pebble into an ocean. Mm -hmm. You know, let's crowd it with good stuff as well. Yeah. To support that probiotic yeah. in yeah. the first place. Yeah. And uh, this is one of the revelations of, of, of talking to you on, on retreat was things like um, onion and garlic. Uh, are really really good. I can know probiotics. Am I saying yeah. it right? Yeah. yeah. So and how and, pre and prebiotics? Pre no, sorry, they are. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to put you right on the spot. Yeah. I completely confuse you. They um, are prebiotics. Yeah. Before. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, and, and yeah. we all, whenever we cook, literally, whenever we, it completely transformed the way I looked at the common onion. I was like, wow. The onion is so powerful. Yeah. And you can and you can put onion in, in, in everything. Yeah. Just everything you cook. I if you cook from onion. scratch. Exactly. Onion. Oh, it's so lovely. Yeah. Because now it's getting like a whole onion. Yeah. 
oh my god roasted onions I yeah. used to do that my allotment <laughs> um, but, but yeah so things like onions garlic really really easy banana banana is also a prebiotic as well green tea very very dark chocolate yeah so that, that really yeah the really nice one chocolate as well which I just love um, yeah they're all prebiotics yeah and so they're all just fantastically mm. awesome to put in the gut yeah having a really healthy gut it makes every populates other makes other things healthy absolutely helps to balance the hormones absolutely it seems so simple when you put it <laughs> when you put it like that but here's another simple thing so you can have the best diet in the world but if you're not chewing your food well oh my god this is funny we did this on the it's so true you know you we have to chew our food and so and like if you're busy so if you're a busy mom and you're got a business and you know you're just eating perhaps just because you know you need to eat yeah um but it's really important to rushing in between yeah to actually eat your food and chew well because you can have the best diet in the world but if you are literally just throwing it in then you're not going to absorb the nutrients so you have to chew the guidelines is chew between 20 and 40 times before swallowing so anybody who watches this i challenge you to go and give that a go because until you give that a go you have no idea how long <laughs> chewing something between even just 20 you have no no idea how long that takes it but it's a really it does highlight the fact that actually we do tend to bolt food absolutely the lifestyles that we lead particularly you guys out there and the way we run our own businesses um, we do tend to eat on the go and bolt in between things i've done it on the way here i've picked up a sandwich from, <laughs> from tesco's and eaten it while i was driving yeah, and everything exactly, else yeah. um, so it's important to try and sit down and take a bit of time absolutely. and make sure you're actually processing yeah because you know you know, we were given teeth for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> and when we chew, we, we release like um, digestive enzymes. And if you're not producing enough digest digestive enzymes, that means that you're not be able to break down the foods and the nutrients from the foods yeah. that you're eating, so that you take those on and they support your brain, yeah. they support your energy systems, they support your hormones. Yeah. Um, and so it's such a simple thing that you can do, and it's great to teach your children that. Mm. The basics of sitting down at a table, you know, take away the television, don't watch the news while you're eating because that's stressful. Um, and, you know, sit and chew your food well. Mm. You know, a lot of people go, oh, it's going to be mushy, but actually it's meant to be mushy. Mm. Um, that's what we have teeth for. But mm. even also chewing your um, smoothies just slightly mm. Mm. as well. Gosh, yeah, okay, it's, it's fascinating. So I think we're looking for just like a few really top tips. So I think the top, that, the top tip one is to, yeah, even if you're the healthiest of people and you have the healthiest of diets, if you're not chewing the food, you're not getting the real benefit out of it. So yeah. one thing that we can all do, busy, busy, busy beautypreneurs out there, is chew our food more. <laughs> Try it at least 20 times. Don't be in a rush when you give that one a go, though. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> we can eat more things like garlic and onions, which mm -hmm. help to um, uh, make our gut a healthier place. Yeah, absolutely. We can cook 
or try and prepare as much food ourselves mm -hmm. rather than uh, buying in. Yeah, yeah, 80% of the time. Yeah, and pack that full of as many vegetables. Yeah, colourful vegetables, yeah. Yeah, we're allowed to eat fat, particularly avocados. We all love avocados. Yeah. That's okay, we don't have to feel guilty about an avocado, which is brilliant. What else? Anything else that's really, really important that would help us sort of us really keep ourselves at the top of our game, really yeah. alert and awake and functioning? Protein, definitely. Is well, we kind of touched on that a little bit earlier, didn't we? About carbohydrates. You know, most people having cereal, toast, breakfast, toast for lunch, pasta at dinner. Um, is to have a look at that and see what is the main food that you're eating. Try and up your protein. It will make such a difference, honestly. So, for example, that woman that can't get to sleep because the brain is kind of all over the place. Um, having something just before bed, you know, 30 minutes before bed, a little bit of protein works a treat. So it could be an egg, it could be a handful of nuts, it could be some leftover chicken or something, just a tiny bit, that's the palm of your mm -hmm. hand. Um, just half an hour before bed will just help. Um, because, so mellow, melatonin, mellow, and it comes out at night, yeah, when the moon comes out, and then cortisol is kind of the opposing hormone. Um, so cortisol comes out when the sun comes out mm -hmm. so in the morning and so cortisol needs to be high so we get out of bed and this is a prehistoric hormone so i i, I imagine sort of in the prehistoric prehistoric <laughs> um we had to go out and hunt for food yeah in the morning so we need lots of energy in the morning to get out of, out of the caves mm -hmm. and to go and hunt for food. Obviously, a cave is just a bedroom nowadays, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and go and hunt for food. So that energy in the morning is used for our survival. And as the day progresses, the cortisol level starts to decline. And so you might have a bit of a blip around that three o'clock time. Mm -hmm. So if you are, then, you know, this is a great opportunity to, you could make a smoothie and you could add some powerful antioxidants mm -hmm. here because antioxidants give us energy. So some protein, absolutely. So remember, all smoothies have to have protein and fats. Now, your antioxidants could be berries, could be cinnamon, for example. So you could put some cinnamon in there spirulina which is really good as well um swiss chard which is great avocado so you mm -hmm. have a bit of a mid-afternoon at three o'clock if you're struggling for energy then um and that will pick you up and, and help you through the rest of your mm -hmm. day um and then cortisol should should start to decline when the moon comes out so mm -hmm. it swaps over mm -hmm. so your melatonin then comes up yeah but if you're waking two, three, four in the morning, every hour, then that's a sure sign that your cortisol is misbehaving, mm. it's taking its place of the melatonin, mm. and therefore that's why you're waking. Mm. So, mm. Um, so yeah, so, in, and the other thing about cortisol, that morning cortisol, it should be high, um, but for some women, I think when we... When we use cortisol and to the point where it's waking us up in the night, eventually what will happen, the body will go, 
I can't cope anymore. This is too much cortisol just being thrown out. And then it will, you'll struggle in the morning. Yeah. So that's the reverse of that. Yeah, so it's almost like there's none left. Yeah. By the time you get to the morning, there's none left yeah. to wake you up, which yeah. is, can be why sometimes we feel really like, ugh. Yeah. Really, yeah. really sluggish. And that is, that's that's a point where, the, you know, it's, it's not irreversible, but this is something significant. Mm. It's almost like your body is on limb mode mm. yeah the car is, is not working anymore mm. and it your that morning cortisol um sort of does a job for us as well it prevents us from getting autoimmunity mm. Mm. so you know that's happening we need to reverse that yeah definitely. yeah 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 absolutely yeah okay Okay, God, it's, it is just so fascinating. It does it completely uh, has just knowing that you can be very much in control uh, yeah. uh, of your of your of yourself in in some of the simplest ways. Actually, things like just chewing better, um, being very careful. Why why can carbohydrate? Why can too much carbohydrate make us maybe not feel so good? Because um, why? Well, because. It depends where you, where you are. We eat it to the detriment of the other things. Yes. Yeah, I think it's the the balance of it. Most of us, because it's easy. Oh God, yeah, it's so it's easy. easy. <laughs> it's easy to get in a bag and get a bag out. Toast, and toast and put it in the toaster. Toast for every meal. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy to boil pasta and throw a tomato jar mm. on it mm. and some meat and call that a meal. Mm. It's easy, and I think you know. Oh gosh, you know. I'm a 60s baby, in mid-60s, and in the 70s, ready-made food came in, you know, the 70s and the 80s, particularly the 80s, mm-hmm. yeah, ready-made food came in. I mean, it takes, my, my niece, bless her, she's a vegan, and she saw us in the kitchen for two hours cooking a meal. I said, well, can you imagine, you know, your mum, not your mum, but her grandmother, mm-hmm. probably did that. You know, they yeah. cooked all day. Women didn't go out to yeah. work. They cooked and cleaned and washed the house. And that was it. That And they were knackered, weren't mm. they? Yeah. Because it took a long time. And then convenience food came in, which was great. Um, because that meant that women could go out to work. And, you know, children could fend for themselves. But actually, it's a bit detrimental to health. Because we've now forgotten the art of cooking. Mm. And what it actually means to sit around the table with your family and have a meal and how that then that's impacted our health and so you might be thinking well, what's that got to do with my hormones because my hormones is just my ovaries no they're not yeah i know this is another thing it's fascinating yeah yeah your your, your ovaries is part of the collection of your gut health your liver health your brain health and therefore food has an impact on all of those systems mm. which means that impacts the hormones mm. Just like, you know, the lotions and potions we put on our skin, mm. that impacts our hormones. Yeah, yeah. And I think we get so, um, we, 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 we quite often disassociate food with weight. Yeah. Food, 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 food and weight, food and weight. And, and I don't mm. think sometimes we make that connection that food, of course, has, a, has an impact on your weight. But actually it has an impact on so much more that we never see. We see weight. And we know we feel good. We know we feel bad. But we yeah. look in the mirror. Uh, but we don't actually see the, the, the relationship between food and what's happening internally. So it's not something that I think we're particularly aware of. Mm-hmm. 
and it's not it's not overly difficult to, to well, it isn't difficult at all to make those those basic changes that you've talked about with just increasing vegetables, healthy fats, chewing food, reducing blue light, reducing blue yeah. light, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they are really foundational stuff that anybody can do. And I think, you know, if you are busy, it's just to kind of assess where you are today mm-hmm. and start with one thing. So, mm-hmm. for example, if, you know, you're not eating breakfast within an hour of waking, is to make a conscious effort and do that mm-hmm. and have a look at your breakfast. Mm-hmm. Make sure that it's packed with fats and proteins and some fibre as well. Mm-hmm. You know, just do that. Do one thing, do that for 28 days, you've nailed it then. Yeah. Start with the next thing. Yeah. It'll yeah. make a difference. Just that one thing will make a huge difference. Yeah, and it can and, and things can make a difference. Yeah, they can make a difference quite quickly. I mean my sleep has certainly improved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was a wake up every hour kind of girl. I, I actually managed to probably only wake up once now at oh, night. So fabulous. you see big differences. You, that's you, from my retreat though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Amazing. Just from just from so that's a month wow. of being much more conscious about a few a few different things. And it's had, yeah, it's had a very, very quick effect. And that in itself is just, I mean, for those of us out there who do suffer from the sleep, just getting a bit more sleep is just an incredible, the energy that you get in the morning just for waking up and realising that you've had some sleep. <laughs> Even just knowing you've had some sleep is a positive thing. So, yeah, yeah no, it's a really, it's a really, really good thing. Now, where can we find you, Pamela? Because one thing about Pamela is she is so, well, you, you're, you're talking about these things all the time. You're always out there. Um, so we can go and follow you on Instagram. That's your main platform, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. You've got a website? Yeah, so my website is smarterchange.co.uk. Okay. Yeah. So my website's there. There's a few things that you can opt in for, a few uh, freebies. Oh, good. Cool. Please, yeah. please tell us what they are. Mm-hmm. So there's a perimenopausal webinar that I did. So if you're not quite sure whether you are perimenopause or you're not sure of what's happening to your hormones as they change, um, then there's a webinar that you can download there. So it explains everything. Um, there's also a, a relaxation recording that I actually wrote myself. Um, and it's just, it's what I wanted to do in that was say that actually reaching the menopause or heading towards menopause doesn't have to be a negative time in a woman's life and this is what society has kind of told us you're over the hill you're old you know you're dried up and shriveled up um and it's not true it doesn't have to be like that and i think we're very privileged to be in the age that we are today you know 2019 to the education and knowledge that's out there available to us mm-hmm. women um and so i wrote that to say well actually it's like puberty in reverse and when a young girls have go heading to puberty now when they start their period they have period parties um, i know i heard somebody say this yeah. the other day. it was like, that is a concept that i have no, i had no idea even existed yeah and i'm glad it didn't exist in my day actually but there you go well, i think it's relatively new i mean my daughter's 28 today in fact um so it wasn't around when she was when she was growing up but they have period parties and it's about a celebration and so what i wrote was about celebrating that next phase in a woman's life just like 
the period party mm. um, and so yes yeah, so you can record you can download that as well and the other one is if you are struggling to find out where you need to start what it is that you need to start on in terms of transitioning into your health journey making it your own I've given you some tools that you can use, so that's on my, on my website as well, to help you work out what you need to work on first. Oh, that's brilliant, because it is, it is a very, it is very in, individual, um, although there's some very general things that you can be doing, but each person's sort of requirements are different, so that, that that's going to be useful too. So that's smarterchange.com. Code.uk. Code.uk. Yeah. Your Instagram handle is Pamela Wendell Hormone Coach, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Hormone Coach. Yeah. And Facebook, I think it's Hormones Vitality. Well, Hormones Health and Vitality, I think that's what it is. But it says Pamela Wendell. And the thing is, I've got two Facebook pages because I'm also doing Hitler Birthday. So if you can, I will, yeah, I will find the right one. Unless any of you are into hypnobirthing as well, um, I will find the right ones, and I will put all of these links uh, below the video on the Facebook page. So you'll be able to um, to, to just click through from here um, to find Pamela. But it's well, it's well worth it. Well worth a follow because it's very inspiring, yeah, and uh, I just think that I think the message for everybody really is that you can totally own feeling better and there are so so many simple things that, that you can do and you just follow along with Pamela and she will take you on that journey and you'll be like fired up busy able to do everything you need to do smashing your business goals and all of that kind of thing in in no time yeah can I just say one more thing though, yeah of course you can so, <laughs> I really think for the woman that's in her 40s and maybe even 50s depending where you are but if you're still having a menstrual cycle this is your window of opportunity to really look after yourself um, because what you have now is what you're going to have. This is the, the, the best it's going to be. Mm. So let's look after what you've got. And so doing all those things that we've just talked about is one way of doing that. Mm. Mm. And just starting like now. Don't yeah. put it off. Yeah, yeah don't definitely. put it off. Uh, and get started no definitely oh thank you so much for your time i really do appreciate it whenever i have guests on the show i really do appreciate it and this is the first time we've gone a little bit off industry so it's really interesting and i'm so pleased that you agreed to be uh, to be the first guest who comes in and does something a little bit different for the crew mm-hmm. i'm sure you guys are going to love it everybody who sat there and watched it and anybody who catches up if you've got questions um just put them in the comments below and tag me in um, and i'll make sure you know that I, I sort of get you to get those through to Pamela so that we can come back to you on all those sorts of things I hope you found it lovely guys I will see you all really really soon take care loads of indie hugs and love bye bye the indie beauty delivers community is a place for beautypreneurs across the globe to network learn and share you're invited to join in on Facebook Instagram and sign up to Rachel's special email group to receive weekly blogs packed full of expert tips. Visit IndieBeautyDelivers.com to sign up.